How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Competing for Christ podcast. My name is Kim Burke, and today I have a great friend and my next door neighbor, actually, Cassie Wood. How are you doing today, Cassie? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here and and hear what you have to say and and dialogue with you today. Yeah, it, it was. It's going to be a great, great thing for sure. I think it's going to inspire a lot of people. Um, I think it's going to help a lot of people as well. For those of you who don't know, this is actually the second take of what we were doing because I actually forgot to press record the first time. <laughs> so, getting into a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. No matter if you if you play sports or not, I think we're going to go through hardships all the time. Whether that be you losing someone that has passed away, struggling in your walk with Christ, everyone has their own battles and and trials throughout their own lives. So that's what we're really going to be talking about today is how we can how we can persevere through any obstacle we face, uh, whether as an athlete or not. So first off, Cassie, please give us a brief background about your playing career. Yeah, so I've been playing sports ever since I was little. Um, really took a liking to softball. So grew up with that, went through church league, rec ball, travel and high school ball. And now I'm in college, so it'll be our senior year. So fourth year of college ball, which is super incredible. But um, I didn't play last season because of an injury, a shoulder injury, but still definitely a part of the team and play the outfield. So love the green, love the grass. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a lonely life in the outfield, but but we love it. <laughs> Another kind of preliminary question I have is, how's God been working in your life recently? Yeah, I, I love this question. I think this question is a really good window into how people are doing and to be really honest with each other. So there have been two things that I think the Lord has definitely been teaching me and, and reminding me of. Um, the first one is surrender. That's been huge. Uh, if we're going to be faithful followers of Jesus, we can't just surrender part of our life or just the things we want to. It needs to be everything, our desires, plans, expectations, our whole life. And it's not just uh, like for me, I'm really independent. So I just want to white knuckle things. I just want to do it on my own. But it, it's not a surrender of, uh, okay, like, let me just release it and be done with it. Like, Lord, you fix it or you handle it. But it's it's this open-handed surrender of saying, here I am, Lord. Your will be done. Use me. And that's been a game changer, um, especially like as an athlete with injuries, like we'll talk about. I'm coming off of a summer from being international and lots of plans that I had, lots of expectations that uh, maybe weren't met or that were met, but having to surrender all of those just the same. And then the second thing is probably if I based praising Jesus or worshiping off of my emotions, that it would just be an absolute mess. I got sent home from my trip international a little bit early. Uh, obviously, I've had uh, a shoulder injury that we'll talk about. Like you're saying, if you have a good practice and then a really bad game or vice versa, like they're just, we're changing so much. Um, and so if we worshiped based off of how we're feeling, that would be chaos the whole time. But it's so, so neat and so special that we get to worship a God who doesn't change and that we praise God based off of who he is and what he's done for us, not off of our constantly changing emotions and state of mind. Amen. Yeah. It's hard to surrender, especially as a college student, because we have so much going on. We have class. We have, if you're an athlete, you have sports, you have practice, uh, you have 
all the extracurricular stuff, curricular stuff that you have, it's, it's difficult at times to, to be wise and just give God everything in our lives and to surrender all of it. And I know I've struggled with it in the past for sure. And also, like you were saying with emotions, it's, you're going to be an emotional wreck if you base, <laughs> if you base your emotions on how you perform and how, if you're, if you're playing or not, um, yeah. if you, if you get mad or sad that you're injured, you're going to be a wreck because that's, that's how I was a lot when I was injured. But like you were saying, it's, it's so great to know that we trust a guy that will never change. He'll never leave us or forsake us. And he's going to be there with you through the injury and not in the injury. So getting into our discussion today, you hear about all kinds of athletes that have persevered through so many things in order to play sports. Uh, you obviously being one of them, can you tell everyone a little bit about what you've gone through while playing sports in college? Yeah. So injury wise, since being in college, uh, this is our senior year, fourth year, I've had a couple of concussions and then ongoing shoulder injury, um, few outpatient surgeries for it. Lots of PT, um, just some things that have been considered an anomaly about my shoulder. So that's been, that's been fun and interesting trying to figure out. Um, and also just trying to balance and navigate work and school and softball and making sure you're still enjoying all of those and, and still performing or doing the very best you can. Softball is a gift. Um, it's still play. It's still something that I really enjoy, but also I have to work for it and, and prepare myself. And that goes for school and work anyways. So yeah, definitely it's, it's a balancing act. Um, if you're a student athlete, you know that for sure, because you are in school for school. Uh, you want to do well, make good grades. That's going to set a good foundation for you once you graduate. But also, you are here to play ball, and you want to play ball, and that's something that you really love. So definitely navigating that. And like I said earlier, being out this last season and navigating what my role looks like on the team, even though I'm not necessarily playing on the field. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people I have on, especially Christian athletes, I pretty like almost all of them say, Yeah, I've been injured quite a few times as a college athlete, and <laughs> you're no different yep. for sure. But at times I wonder if God uses the injuries we go to to maybe maybe redefine our identity, um, and maybe even to redirect our paths of life. Like for me personally, it was so life altering when when I had surgery and my mentality of so much in my life changed the sports I played, the relationships I had, the relationship with my family that I had, uh, and definitely my relationship with God that all changed when I got injured because even though early on I was mad that I wasn't playing and I was maybe depressed through throughout that. And maybe even looking back now, I realized that God was using that to, to help me to show me what, what is important in my life and sports are important in my life, but they shouldn't be your pri main priority. That yeah. should be God, first of all, and then the people closest to you should have a lot of priority in your life because those God, you need to be in the word all the time. You need to be in prayer all the time and your family and your close friends are going to always be there for you. So having, having something like sports that can be so easily taken away from you is, is, it's really tricky and it's hard and it's just, it's never going to leave you satisfied. 
Yeah, for sure. So when you think about quitting or giving up, how do you remind yourself to push through anything you face? Or maybe how does God remind you to keep pushing through? I think one big lesson I've learned since being an athlete and especially a college athlete is I cannot do anything on my own strength. I said earlier, I'm really independent. I just try to grip things like white knuckle them um, myself, but it just, it doesn't work that way. And actually the more I try to uh, block people out, block the Lord out and do it on my own, the more things start to crumble Hmm. um, and the worse it gets. So I would say for one, we can't do anything on our own strength. We have to rely on the Lord's strength and really let that uh, just overpower everything. Um, and also have a good community around you. If you're thinking about quitting or giving up for whatever reason, it's really helpful to have some mentors and some some good close friends to be able to just dialogue with, bounce your ideas off of, hey, this is why I'm thinking about this or this is why I want to do this. And for them to listen to you well and to offer advice when it's warranted, when it's needed, and to hold you accountable saying, hey, I think you just want to quit because it's getting tough and I don't really think that's wise. Or, yeah, I think you're at the right place right now saying that it's time to to turn in your cleats or or whatever it may be. Um, and that can go for school and, you know, X, Y, Z too. So I, I definitely think it, it's been a blessing having mentors here at Covenant and a close circle of friends and even outside of Covenant. Uh, to be able to walk alongside you because we're not meant to do this alone. It we can't do it alone. Yeah, when you when you find people that have maybe gone through what you've gone through or can relate to you in a way, it makes it so much easier just to because you have somebody to talk to. You have an outlet where you can go be like, "Hey, what should I do here? Should I maybe even stop playing? Is that the right call for me?" Because I get more wisdom and more beneficial conversations from other people than I would maybe talking to myself because yeah. I, I don't know anything. <laughs> it's It can be so hard though when you're thinking about quitting or giving up because once you get that in your mind, it's hard to get that out of your mind. Giving up seems like a common thing today for sure because we're all accustomed to an easy life. So when things get hard, Maybe some people just say, hey, uh, it's, this isn't for me. Like uh, I can stop doing whatever I'm doing um, because it's the easy way out. But there was a pro player. Uh, he actually plays for the San Francisco Giants minor league system. He he tried to commit suicide a couple of years ago. I'm sure you've heard about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shot himself in the head and survived 20 hours before calling 911. I bring this up because even when this guy maybe tried to take his own life away, when he essentially got a second chance, he wanted to continue his playing career. I don't know why he tried to commit suicide. I don't know what his mental mental state was then. Uh, it's just crazy nowadays, though, to see people that will actually use sports as maybe a return to, return to glory uh, in a way. But I don't know what that guy's faith is. I don't know what he, what he does, but it's just so... It's so interesting to see how people can use sports to maybe spread spread their story and if you're a Christian, spread God's word. Like that's it's such a great outlet for you to have. Yeah, definitely. Your sports are, are a very good thing. Um, they can be a great way to 
uh, process or cope or um, let off steam. Like it can be a very productive and healthy way to do that for sure. Hmm. Do you feel like God uses hardships to maybe motivate us? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a firm believer that God does not waste anything good or bad or what we we may think as good or bad. You may not always understand or know why, but there's still a purpose behind each little hiccup that you have, each little step that you take on your journey as a as an athlete, as a student, as a, you know, XYZ whatever. But yeah, I definitely feel like he uses things to motivate us or to slow us down or to remind us of truth that maybe we we knew once but we've kind of forgotten or that maybe to teach us something totally new. Hmm. Yeah, it's difficult to notice that during the hardship, but when looking back, you're like, oh, that's what he's trying to teach me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that happens so many times in my life, and I'm sure it has with you. The next question I have is, is there a specific quote or Bible verse that maybe has helped you keep pushing through anything you've gone through? Yeah, so one of my favorite verses is 1 Timothy 4.12. It says, Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for other believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And I think I generally have, especially as the Lord has grown me, as I've grown up, definitely have a, a positive outlook on a lot of things. Injuries have helped play a play a role in my me being easygoing um, when things are tough or when I maybe don't understand uh, things. Don't do it well all the time, but like I said, <laughs> the Lord is Lord has grown me that. And I think, especially as athletes, maybe you want to impress underclassmen or recruits, or you want to impress your coaches or the other teams or whatever it may be. Put a lot of pressure on yourself. But I, I love how this verse talks about just setting an example. It doesn't matter how old you are, that you are a believer nonetheless. And your role is part of your role is to set a believer for examples or set an example for believers. And it says in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. So that, that covers the whole spectrum. Uh, we don't get to just pick and choose um, for sure. And so I think as I've like gone through really hard things, whether, you know, whatever that looks like injuries or not asking myself, asking the Lord to show me where I need to work on things, how I need to grow closer. And, and even just being able to look back if if I'm injured and I am pouting in my room, or if I'm really frustrated for something uh, about something like that may be okay at the time, as long as I don't dwell on that. And am I setting an example? in all these categories for, uh, for my friends, for my peers. So that's definitely been helpful. Yeah. And like we've talked about this before, it's, it's so, it can be really beneficial to people that come after you, like maybe freshmen that come in this year, you can go alongside them if they have the same injury or same or going through something and be like, Hey, I've experienced this. We, we can walk through this together and I can show you like what God taught me during this time. But yeah, that verse is so great. And it's so it, like you said, it covers every side of the spectrum because no matter where we are and no matter what we do, God's going to be there with us the entire, entire time. So the last question I have for you is, do you have any advice for someone listening that may be thinking about quitting, uh, maybe, maybe in sports, maybe in their education, or maybe like even in their dreams? Um, I think as an athlete, my first 
train of thought of if you're thinking about quitting is maybe kind of investigating, so to say, where that's coming from. Uh, you need to listen to your body, listen to your coaches, your trainers. If if you have a concussion, don't, don't play. Um, <laughs> it's it's not good for you. You know, be wise about that. Uh, so I definitely think listening to those aspects. But I would say two main things um, outside of that is be very careful not to place your identity in something or someone that can be taken away so easily. I was playing this past season. I was coming off of a of the quarantine summer. I was feeling really strong physically, really prepared mentally, um, ready to ball out uh, junior year. And I was in our preseason for about three, four weeks before I got injured. And that took me out of the rest of preseason, but which was confusing, but okay, because I was feeling feeling good generally about the season. And then over the Christmas break and getting back onto campus for springtime, which would be in season for softball, um, and finding out I can't play was was frustrating, was confusing, um, especially because I was having I was feeling so prepared in a lot of aspects, um, but it got taken away, you know, just like that. And that's okay. Softball, your your sport, your education, your dreams, your relationships, those are all very good things. But it becomes dangerous when that's where you begin to place your identity or that's where you begin to to worship. Um, the Lord has definitely used softball and sports to show me where I have idols in my life, which has been very challenging, um, but very humbling. And then the second thing I would say is <clears throat> one of my favorite things is in James, the Lord promises us that if we ask for wisdom, he'll give it to us. And so the more time you spend in the word and talking to the Lord, the more you're going to know the Lord's character and his will for your life and what it looks like to be faithful and, and the crooks and crannies. You may not know what that looks like every step, but the really neat thing is you can ask the Lord when you get up, Lord, give me wisdom for today. I, I don't know what to do or Lord, give me wisdom for how to talk about this injury or whatever it may be. Uh, so I would say, if you're confused or struggling, spend some time with the Lord, see what he has to say about it. And you can always, always ask your, your peers, mentors to be able to up come alongside you and say, Hey, yeah, I think you're definitely on the right path or say like, Hey, when's the last time you spent some, some quality time with the Lord mm -hmm. um, to be able to bounce those things off of. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a great answer. I, and I would add on to that. If, if you are struggling and if you are going through something, that's okay. That's, mm -hmm. we are not promised anything easy in this life. And we are by God in second Corinthians promised that we are going to go through hardships. Like that's inevitable. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're going to get persecuted even, but God's never going to leave us. That's literally the second half of that verse is God's going to be with you. And he's going to show you what we need, you, what you need to do. And if you keep that faith, he's never He's never going to leave you anyways, but keeping your faith is so crucial in your walk with Christ. But yeah, going back to what you're saying, sports and education and your dreams and your career and relationships, even though those can be taken away, they're still good things, but they should not be they should not be your whole identity and they should not be everything you think about 24/7. We should continue to be in the word, we should continue to be in prayer, and all those things will fall into place after that. We will always want those things, but they should not be idols in our lives. 
for sure. I would say too, if you're listening and you're wrestling with something, maybe it is about how to balance all of this because I know you and I are on the same page. This is definitely a lot easier said than done. Oh, um, big time. Yes. yes. <laughs> especially if you're a student athlete, especially when you get in the in the middle of your season and you're you're now having to uh, balance talking to your professors, letting them know when you're out, mm-hmm. doing well at practice, showing up for practice, showing up for class, because 8 a.m.s are hard sometimes when you're in season. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, all of these things, like it, it's very overwhelming. Um, it can be very overwhelming. So I just say if you're if you're listening and you're wrestling with a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, reach out. Mm-hmm. Chances are somebody else is going through it or have gone through it. And if nothing else, we can just be there to listen and and hear what you're what you're working through and, and listen well to you. And when it's time, be able to offer some of our experience or someone else's experience and wisdom. So for sure, if if you're thinking about quitting your sport or if you know whatever else is happening in your life and it's just hard to to wrestle and and balance all of these things, reach out. There is absolutely no shame in that. Mm-hmm. It's helpful to do that. Bottling up is not going to help. I know I, I've definitely had my fair share of bottling up things, and it's uh, more harm than good for sure. <laughs> I actually, when I when I went to went through my injury, I I went actually to a sports psychologist, and that was really helpful. I I never been to like therapy or anything like that. So the first time I did that, I was like, wow, this is this is great. It's really great because she yeah. she came from a Christian perspective too. And it was just, it was eye opening to see like everything that I'd placed my identity in, and it kind of just, like I was saying earlier, it just redirected my life because I now knew what my injury was for. And while I was home, I was around my family, and it was it was a great great time to be around my family during that time or during my injury. But like our whole conversation today has been about perseverance, and I feel like. The only way we can persevere in this life is through Christ. People, people will have success and they'll have happiness, but true joy and true perseverance only comes from the Lord. It only comes from our spiritual wealth and no wealth on this earth could ever give us that, that joy or perseverance. It's so great to know that there's people around you that want to talk to you about this. They want to be there for you and that love you. So yeah, if you if you're listening, please just like Cassie was saying, reach out and be be proactive with this because you don't want it to let you don't want it to get to a place where you are mentally unstable or maybe have mental health issues. And just be willing to have serious conversations about it because any hardships we go through, any injuries we go through, we're we're going to have Satan chipping at us all the time and just wanting us to give in to his temptations and, and anything, any sin that he will try to bring to us. But don't let it get to that. It's There's people around you that love you and obviously God loves you because he, he, he sent his son down to die on the cross for us. But Cassie, thank you so much for coming on. I know it was an awesome honor to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is, this is awesome. Thank you, Cassie.